Welcome to Talking Taxes Hill Roundtable, a Bloomberg Tax podcast. We'll sit down with our Hill team to discuss the latest legislative activity dealing with tax. I'm your host, Amanda Icone, and we're excited you're here. Hi, I'm joined today by Bloomberg tax reporter Allie Versprill. Hi, Allie. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for having me. So the Senate has been working on a series of appropriations bills. One of those bills includes funding for the IRS. Uh, Allie, where do we stand in that um, funding process? So you're you're correct. The Senate began uh, considering a an appropriations package that includes four separate appropriations bills. Um, they began considering it last week, and there's a vote that we're expecting to see on the floor this week. Uh, you know that bill includes IRS funding for fiscal year 2019. On the Senate side, they're planning on giving the IRS 11.3 billion. Um, in 2019, and that includes $77 million to implement the new tax law, which was the full amount that the, the IRS asked for. And then on the House side, you know, the House side, they're offering a little bit more. They would give the IRS $11.6 billion. So we'd have to see how the two chambers, you know, if this does pass this week, how the two chambers would kind of negotiate those differences in the top line funding. So, so far, this process has moved fairly slowly, fairly smoothly, I should say, and relatively with um, bipartisan support, at least for the IRS funding piece. Are there any amendments um, that are being considered or have already been included and, uh, you know, that have already been added to the legislation um, that would affect tax? There was a tax amendment that was adopted last week, and this amendment would increase uh, the funding for the IRS's Volunteer Income Tax Assistance Program. That's the program that you know provides free tax preparation services for low to moderate income individuals. Um, so that amendment specifically would boost funding by five million dollars. Um, we've also seen you know several other amendments filed. I know this package has hundreds that are currently being. Uh, you know, sort of considered. And one of those amendments was one that was filed by Senator Pat Toomey. And this amendment would actually fix a tax law drafting error that prevents restaurants and retailers from taking advantage of, you know, one of the law's most generous tax perks, the full expensing provision. So essentially, uh, you know, it would prevent them from being able to immediately write off the cost of interior renovations and improvements, which was something that it seemed Congress intended to allow. Um, and the way that Toomey's amendment would work is it would prevent the IRS from using its funding to enforce kind of the tax law as written um, as opposed to the way, you know, Congress intended the provision to work. Uh, this is seen as potentially sort of a long shot because it's unclear if it can get enough Democratic support. And obviously, on the Senate side, they've been a little reluctant to add controversial riders to the bill because they're hopeful that, you know, this rep- appropriations package can make it through. And, um, you know, there is some talk, too, of a manager's amendment that's apparently in the works. So perhaps we see that go into this or, you know, some other tax amendments included in that. And when you say manager's amendment, what do you mean by that? So a manager's amendment, it includes kind of several uh, different amendments. And, you know, it's all kind of voted on as one big group. There has also been a lot of talk of a technical corrections bill. Where do we stand with that? Is that likely to happen? I mean, why wouldn't this um, retail correction be included in a tech? Why why not wait for a technical corrections bill to address this retail um, tax issue? So I think the concern and why Senator Toomey is trying to get this added to the appropriations package is that we may not see a vote on a technical corrections bill until 
after the midterm elections at the earliest. Um, and this issue in particular has been something that retailers and restaurants have been lobbying really hard uh, to get fixed. And so I think really what he's trying to do here is get this passed sooner rather than later and fix the issue, at least kind of uh, effectively fix the issue, even if it's not a statutory change. So last week, Senators Portman and Cardin introduced an other IRS reform bill. Um, this one is, is intended to complement another reform bill that's been introduced. Ali, tell us, how does this bill differ and, and what is it intended to do? So that's right. So Senators Ben Cardin and Rob Portman, they did introduce a, um, you know, an IRS bill that would that's meant to complement legislation that was introduced July 19th by Senate Finance Committee Chairman Orrin Hatch and Ranking Member Wyden. Um, essentially, what this bill um, from Cardin and Portman would do is kind of add um, some changes that include an overhaul of the IRS Oversight Board, changes to the IRS appeals process processes, which uh, practitioners have been really concerned over, and. It also brings kind of the whole Senate package a little bit more in line with the legislation that the House passed, um, you know, earlier this year. They passed several bills, including kind of actually an elimination of the IRS Oversight Board. So that's a slight difference, um, you know, but basically kind of beefing up what was already introduced by uh, Hatch and, and Wyden. Currently, the IRS is without an um, official commissioner. Mm-hmm. Um, the The nomina- nomination process continues. Um, one issue has cropped up that may or may not be holding up the, the, the nomination process. What is this issue that has um, lawmakers concerned? So that's right. So we're still waiting on the full Senate to vote on uh, Charles Reddick's nomination as IRS commissioner. This was seen from the beginning as sort of a non-controversial candidate, opposed to some of the other nominees we've seen move through the process. And essentially, you know, right before his vote, um, we saw the IRS basically dropped a requirement that certain nonprofits would have to disclose their donors to the agency. Um, Before, this was a requirement of basically all 501Cs. And uh, while the information was given to the IRS, it was not disclosed to the public. Um, Like I said, they sort of reversed that policy. And it's raised concerns among Democrats who say this could be a way for, you know, bad actors to funnel dark money into nonprofits. And, you know, now the IRS doesn't know who those donors are. And, you know, especially ranking member Wyden, he said that he was not going to vote um, to approve Reddick's nomination unless Charles Reddick said that he was against this policy. And so that's been something that's, you know, seen as being a controversy now for him when he originally was, like I said, kind of non-controversial. So we don't have a date yet for when his the Senate might, the full Senate might vote on his confirmation? No date yet. And the Senate, they're going to be in for a lot of their August recess uh, or what was planned to be their original August recess. And so maybe we'll see some sort of vote in the month of August. So while the Senate is in session this week, the House is out. But before they left last week, they were busy and passed several tax related bills dealing with health care. Ali, walk us through those. That's correct. So the House voted to permanently repeal a federal tax on medical devices. This was one of the Um, provisions of the Affordable Care Act. It's been pretty controversial. And, uh, 
you know, the House voted on that. They also voted to pass two bills related to health savings accounts. One, the, you know, they would expand the use of those HSAs, they would increase the contribution limits for them, and they would also allow them to be used for gym memberships and over-the-counter medications. Um, there's not a lot of, uh, it's unclear kind of what the prospects of this getting a vote in the Senate are, um, but it's noteworthy to just say that they, the House did pass this before they went on their recess. Well, great. That does it for us this week. Thank you, Allie Sprill, for joining me. All right. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us today on Talking Tax. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bloomberg Tax and subscribe to our show on iTunes or SoundCloud. Tune in next time for even more analysis on the tax news of the day. From the nation's capital, I'm Amanda Icone.